With the increased focus on maternal health outcomes in New York in recent years, there has been a greater examination of the different stakeholders in the birthing process, including the role of midwives. For more on the current and future utilization of midwives in New York, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Hilary Schlinger, who has practiced as a midwife for more than three decades and is a legislative advisor to the New York Certified Professional Midwives, a nonprofit working to expand midwifery licensure. Thanks for joining us, Hillary. Well, thanks for having me. Well, for starters, what are some of the tasks and responsibilities that a midwife might take on in the maternal health space? And is it even right to think of some sort of normal job when it comes to a midwife? Well, midwives are totally a normal job. And um, we can look at the scope of practice, which includes um, preconception care, prenatal care during pregnancy, attendance at the birth itself, postpartum care, and um, newborn care. And it can also include contraceptive care as well. Midwives worldwide are definitely considered the guardians of normal birth and the um, preferred providers for people experiencing a normal pregnancy and birth. Well, in New York, what does it take in terms of training or education to identify as a midwife? In most of the world, there is one profession of midwifery, and midwives are educated to practice in all environments, which includes the hospital birth centers and home births. And when we talk about birth centers and home births, we can talk about a term that's preferred to be used is community midwifery care. Whereas in the U.S., we have this bifurcated profession, and a lot of it has to do with the history of midwifery, but we have ended up with two separate midwifery professions. One is called certified nurse midwives, and it takes nurses and gives them an advanced practice in midwifery. And then there is a separate profession, which is the CPM, and it is a certified professional midwife. And internationally, that is known as direct entry midwifery. So we have two professions of midwifery in the U.S. The CNM, it's after nursing training. And then there's the CPM, which is the certified professional midwife or directly into the midwifery profession. In New York, New York only recognizes the education that is in that first category that I talked about. And some of it has to do with the history of exactly when New York passed its Midwife Practice Licensing Act back in 1993. New York put all of its eggs in the basket of saying that we will create the profession of midwifery and we're going to say that the people who are going to set up midwifery education and standards is the American College of Nurse Midwives and their certification and education accreditation organization. Meanwhile, throughout the country, there was a whole nother movement of creating certification agencies and accreditation agencies for the certified professional midwife. So that CPM is recognized by 37 other states. And New York is fairly unique in not recognizing the CPM as a route to education. At the time, 
the American College of Nurse Midwives was saying that they were going to set up their own direct entry pathway. However, in the time since 1993, so over 30 years, they have only um, credentialed 130 people nationwide as within that pathway that doesn't require nursing, whereas the CPM has credentialed over 4,500 midwives nationwide, who again are available to practice in 37 other states, but not in New York. Well, moving forward, there's legislation that is designed to address this dynamic you just talked about, creating the profession of licensed, certified, professional midwife. Can you talk a little bit about the pathways that this bill, and if it became a law, would lay out? So so one of the things that could certainly happen would be, first, if MEEC accredited education, that's the Midwifery Education Accreditation Council, is recognized as a pathway right from the start, people from New York could attend those programs. And then there are plans in the work, and there have been midwives in New York who have talked to the SUNY system and the CUNY system for having an ability to set up those CPM or direct entry midwifery programs. So if we use California, for example, as a comparison, they have another 50% midwives in their workforce because they license license, um, direct entry midwives. So New York potentially could vastly increase the number of midwives available to practice in both urban and rural environments by accepting this licensing pathway. And when we look at outcomes, it's really interesting because New York's outcomes actually are far outpaced by California. So for example, even though white women have a similar maternal mortality rate or almost exactly the same in New York and in California, the maternal mortality rate in the black population is is much less in California. And I attribute some of that to the increased number of community-based midwives that are available. Um, And also New York right now has over 20 counties with no maternity care at all. Well, sticking with the outcomes that can be associated with the utilization of a licensed certified professional midwife, what is it about having that person involved in the birthing process from A to Z that does potentially produce better outcomes? One of the differences between the education of certified professional midwives and certified nurse midwives is that the CPM is very specific to education for continuity of care. And it's actually built into all of the accredited programs so that you could become um, a certified nurse midwife, which are again, the currently licensed midwives in New York, and not have participated in continuity of care because a lot of it is clinic and hospital-based education. Whereas the CPM, you are required to follow people from the prenatal care through two two trimesters of care, the birth, the newborn exam, and postpartum. And it is very specific that your training must have an emphasis on out-of-hospital birth. 
there's also a, the philosophy of the midwives model of care, which talks about um, informed choice. It talks about individualized care and being partners in decision-making. The other thing is that certified professional midwives work with low-risk pregnancies and with recognizing when there needs to be consultation and or referral and transfer of care. And this is all addressed in the bill that's pending in the, in the House and Senate right now. In terms of the authority that would be granted under this licensure, what sort of privileges would the certified uh, midwife enjoy either in terms of, say, ordering blood work or even maybe appearing in a healthcare setting? It is really geared towards people being able to practice in community settings, which is home and birth center settings. That's what they're educated for. It does include the ability to order lab work, to utilize a limited pharmacopoeia of those medications that are necessary for safe practice, and to order imaging such as ultrasounds, mammograms, etc., when pushing this legislation, in addition to just the inertia that status quo in Albany has, which makes it kind of difficult to get anything done, are there stakeholders in the medical profession that you're butting up against? Are doctors or nurses and, and the organizations that represent them pushing back on this legislation? Or do you have partners in the medical community? What does the, the landscape look like out there? Well, actually, there was a task force a number of years ago that was called U.S. MIRA, and it looked at midwifery education and regulation, and it brought together the nurse midwifery community, the obstetric community, and the direct entry CPM midwifery community and their um, representative organizations. And one of the agreements that was reached at the time of U.S. MIRA was that if any pending legislation in any state met the requirements that were set out by U.S. MIRA that none of those three stakeholders would provide obstacles to practice. And so this bill was written in accordance with the guidelines that were set out at that U.S. MIRA meeting. This bill is set out according to the guidelines that are set forth by the International Confederation of Midwives, which internationally looks at midwifery education and regulation. And finally, if this licensure avenue was allowed, who do you envision filling these roles? Because we have a healthcare shortage right now. So where do you think the people to actually take on these jobs will come from? Well, it's really interesting because there are specific communities that have been really loud in calling for CPM licensure. And one of them is actually quite rural and is the Amish and Mennonite communities that are growing at a very fast pace within upstate communities and who have traditionally utilized midwives and ha- and seek out-of-hospital birth. So... For the three years that an executive order was in place during the pandemic, there actually were people who were trained, educated as CPMs who had obtained licensure in other states who did practice in New York and who actually gathered their statistics for those three years 
So what the executive order said was that if you held a license in another state, then you could practice in New York. So for example, there's a CPM who's in the NYCPM group who practices in Pennsylvania close to the New York line. And she was attending births in Western New York about 200 births a year and could do that legally during the period of time that the executive order was in place. However, that expired last summer and she no longer can do that. She actually now has people traveling two to two and a half hours to come to her birth center in Pennsylvania. There also are a lot of people calling for CPMs within the Black community. And for example, there is a woman who is has been involved in birth as a support person called the doula in Syracuse, and she is now attending midwifery school in Florida and hopes to come back and practice in Syracuse within the Black community. Also, the same is true within New York City and Westchester County, just north of it, and also out on Long Island. So I want to speak for a moment as I have been involved in midwifery education, and I'm currently the director of a midwifery school in South Florida. And one of the things that we're finding is that people are coming from immigrant communities as well. Often they've been trained as midwives in other countries, and that CPM programs can actually provide a pathway to licensure for someone who, for example, was trained as a midwife or educated as a midwife in in Colombia or Chile or Peru. And then those those folks once licensed will go and serve their own communities. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have today. We've been speaking with Hillary Schlinger, who has practiced as a midwife for more than three decades and is a legislative advisor to the New York Certified Professional Midwives. Hillary, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, David. Support for the Capitol Press Room is provided by New York State United Teachers, a statewide union of nearly 700,000 professionals in education and healthcare.